Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. London, England is uh, all agog today. Uh, it's royal stuff, and royal stuff for all the right reasons. Uh, uh, we found uh, today, of course, the Duchess of Cambridge has, uh, well, we first story we heard early this morning, just after I got into work, was that she got into labor. Uh, and later on, of course, found out she has delivered a little baby boy. Joining us to talk about this is uh, Patricia Treble, independent royal reporter who is in London today. Patricia, thank you so much for uh, spending some time with us on a very busy day today. <laughs> well, you're more than welcome. Let's let's talk a little bit about the scene. Uh, what's what's the uh, the atmosphere like over in London today because of this? Well, you know what? It, it's kind of it was interesting. I was actually at Westminster Abbey. Um, between the announcement that she got into labor and just before the announcement that she'd be given birth. And everyone was kind of talking about it, which is a little surprising because this is the third child. I mean, it is the spare of the spare. Um, but I think everyone is something happy. Look, it's, it's a little bit of good news. It's, you know, kind of one day when the top story won't be bad. It'll be just a happy couple with a new baby going home. And I think that's the way everyone's treating it. And it was interesting, every, it was every language um, being spoken, and what you could see is everyone was kind of checking their phones, and you could hear the variations of royal baby, royal baby, royal baby being talked about. I mean, it's a very muted celebration, certainly in relation to Prince William, um, certainly even for Princess, for Princess Charlotte, who was born um, in, two, in 2015. Um, but there is real happiness here. Is, is this a story that London needed right now? I mean, all the stories about Brexit and some of the other stuff, and uh, there's some political controversy, of course, with the Prime Minister and, and Boris Johnson and foreign affairs and everything. Yeah. And, and did they need something like this as, as, not a diversion, but just to kind of remind them that, uh, that you know, it's not all darkness? Well, I, mean, I think they did. And, and, and let's face it, it's also a lead-up, because in about three weeks we're going to have the big royal story of the year, which is the wedding of uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and funny, I mean, normally a royal baby would talk the news, but not this year, not when you've got the royal wedding. Um, and it, it, it is a bit of a bright spot. I mean, you kind of, you can see it here. That Britain really is not gloomy, but unsure of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going into the unknown. They're, they're taking a leap off the abyss, and they're not sure where they're going to land. And you can you can sense that. And so... The fact that you've got, you know, the royal family, um, say what you will, you know, positive or negative, but they are always there. Um, and you certainly saw it with Commonwealth Week um, last week, um, where they, I mean, they did 109 engagements um, that week. Um, they were out and about um, and doing what they do, which is, you know, a lot of charity work. So. Well, there's been a renewed interest. At least I get the sense that there's been a renewed interest in the royal family, and it's 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 that generation. It's it's William and Harry, and and the work that they're doing that 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 seems, I think, to to have been the motivation for that. I mean, the young glamorous royals are always the young glamorous royals. I mean, if you cast your 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 mind back thirty years, it was Charles and Di. It was Andrew and Fergie. Mm-hmm. Cast your mind back another thirty years, and it was the Queen and Philip. I mean. I mean, when they came to Canada in 59, um, you know, a little before my time, uh, there was an actual riot in the ballroom in Montreal because all the people in this ballroom, formally dressed, wanted to see them as they were clambering over chairs and tables. Um, so you kind of forget that. And so, yes, there is, there is a renewed interest. And also it's because of the causes that they're choosing. Um, so it's, especially with 
the quartet, as they are called, um, William, Kate, Harry, and Megan, um, it is very much mental health. Um, and they, there's a real sense that they are making a huge change, not only in society in Britain, but also in Canada, especially when they were here. They were doing lots of stuff. Harry, when he was there for Invictus Games. Yeah. William and Kate, when they were here before. Mental health. I mean, especially for youth. I mean, just talking about it, breaking down the stigma. Um, that you needed somebody like them to actually to actually do that, but nobody else could. It's it's been amazing, and 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 I I'm, I'm similarly fascinated by the way that they have been received because of this, and and I know that both of them, of course, did military service, but I mean, you know, they they were involved in in very emotional conflicts, uh, and saw some of their 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 mates, uh, you know, with with post traumatic stress disorder and, and things of this nature, or losing limbs, and uh, it's it it was not just hey yeah you're a royal so you need to do military service, uh, they put their heart and soul into it, but they didn't forget about it when the service was over. They they remembered the people that they worked with, and and I think that resonates with people. Yeah, and I I do think I mean especially for for Harry who served two tours in Afghanistan. I mean William, of course, because he is a future king. I mean he did search and rescue duty for the for the RAF, and which is not exactly without his dangers, but it's simply not in a war zone. And he talked about the fact that some of the men and women he served with, that he graduated with at Sanders died in Afghanistan, and he talked about the, you know, the emotional um, aftermath of that, and that, that you do need to, to really talk about it. Um, and also, you know, bringing it down, you know, to youth, but it, it's every strata of society um, that needs to talk about mental health issues. And kind of seeing it now, I mean, all the NBA um, basketball players talking about it. I mean, would they have talked about it five years ago? Probably not. You know, can you trace it to meet you know, direct line to William and Harry and Kate? Probably not, but they've probably influenced the conversation. And that and that really is what the royals are today. They are influencers. They shine a spotlight that would not otherwise be shone on a topic that otherwise wouldn't get so much attention. There's always been some... And now there's babies. Well, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, what are you going to say? It's always a good news story when there's a little baby born. Uh, but as as is the case and as it, with every other royal birth over the years, uh, Patricia, uh, the bookmakers are already at work here right now. And, and uh, come on, what's the odds on favor? What's the name going to be? The odds, the odds on favor is Arthur. Okay. Uh, now, I'm going to say my choice is Philip, but I will put a caveat that I have been 100% wrong for every one of <laughs> Uh, William and Kate, children. I have been like abysmally wrong. Um, so, but I love Philip. I mean, come on, because of course, you know, it's William's grandfather, Prince Philip. He's ninety-six. He's not well. He just had a hip replacement, and is doing his utmost in recovery to make sure he's there uh, for Harry and Meghan's wedding uh, next month. I think he'd just be lovely. But you tag a little child with, you know. A man who's done so much, you know, with that name. I don't know, but I'd love it. Um, we, what's your What's your bet? I'm I'm pulling for Arthur too, but uh, the, I, you're right. Oh. I think Philip is a sentimental favorite, simply for that reason. Yeah, yeah. We'll see yeah. how it goes. I mean, uh, I, I'm not be, no. I'm not wagering on this though, Patricia. Okay, there's, there'll be no money involved. <laughs> this is just a goodwill wager. Okay. Well, you see, here's the thing: is I nearly put a bet on the date because Emily <laughs> Andrews. Um, one of the royal watchers here, one of the one of the main newspapers, she said it's going to be St. George's Day, which is today, 
And she said, that's a duty. And I nearly bet on it. And of course I thought, oh no, I'm such a Canadian. I didn't. What a, what a fool. I could have made it a little bit of coin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, war watches never win. They'll, they'll wager on anything over there. I'm sure if you find a bookie, they can, you can find something. As to the date they're going to announce the baby or something, there'll always be something. It's, it's a great day over there. It's a busy day, and it's a happy day. Patricia, I know you're very busy, too. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. I really do appreciate it. Uh, you're more than welcome. Have a good day. You, too. Patricia Treble, of course, uh, is an independent royal reporter who is over there. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.